0: Life good! Never off! Whoa. Hard! Hardly yes. Come on, Brent. Life good! Got real close. hair high, right? Trying to hit two-thirds. Oh,
1: have they no. saved oh. it for her? It. Yes, they have! Ooh, welcome to Game of Stones, everybody. I am Sean Graham Scott, alongside, as always, hello, Scott. Sean, ooh, we're, uh... We're we're through three long days, three late nights. Yeah, we made it. Uh, The round robin is complete in Leduc at the Canada Cup. And uh, Scott, Vic did it again. Sprays his uh, pixie dust over the events, and we have no tiebreakers. I think this is the, it's definitely at least the third consecutive TSN event in which no tiebreakers. Yeah, it,
0: <laughs> you, you could hear sort of this morning uh, him having trouble thinking, oh, might there be a tiebreaker? Oh, boy. But in the end, the the teams all sh- shook out uh, no, with no tiebreaks. It's pretty crazy, right, that with a, such a short round, Robin, you'd think there would be some tiebreakers, like, kind of like we see at the uh, Grand Slam events, tiebreakers yeah. all the time.
1: Yeah, but uh, just the way the matchups were and the way it broke out, you had a bunch of teams go 0-2 today. Uh, let start on the women's side where Carrie Anderson, uh, Team Scheidegger, and uh, Jennifer Jones all go 0-2 today. And that allows for Chelsea Carey, who goes 2-0, to be the one team who is in that 2-2 spot Taking the third playoff spot, Tracy Fleury, Rachel Holman go 5-1. and one. So what was a real clustered group as we went into the day separated itself through the first two draws. And there was really nothing interesting in the night draw. It was basically Rachel Holman playing for first place, and she gets the win over Jennifer Jones there. So it'll be Tracy Fleury and Chelsea Carey. In the final, I mean, a couple of interesting things happened. Chelsea Carey did the, her best on her last shot in the afternoon game to try and lose on her last rock against uh, Robin Silvernagel. Just stops in the back 12-foot to uh, to win that game 4-3, to three, clinch her playoff spot. Otherwise, though, not that much to talk about on the women's side today, I didn't think.
0: No, you're right about uh, about Chelsea Carey on her last shot. Their face was kind of like, uh-oh, what did I just do, right? Mm. Like... Uh, you could see her kind of starting to panic, but at the end of the day, didn't amount to much. And uh, Rachel Holman, their their team, really putting a statement on on this event. You know, one and one after the first day, they come back and uh, reeled off four in a row now. So they're looking pretty good uh, heading into the final on Sunday.
1: Yeah, they said it on the broadcast that they're looking sharp. They are playing very well thus far this week and yeah it's been a very impressive performance for rachel holman uh, since that loss so overall uh you know not much to complain about when they get that look in their eye uh they are very tough to beat and they have that over the past couple of days who knows what will happen with the day off tomorrow but it's hard to uh hard to pick against rachel holman at this point
0: yeah for sure for sure i'm um... They're playing like the best team in the world, uh, which they may be. And yeah, uh, yeah I like to, like to see it. So honestly, I think the story on the women's side for today is is the teams that all went 0-2. I think that's the the big news, saying like, okay, all of these teams had their destiny in their hands, so to speak. And uh, only one team, only Chelsea Carey, could take advantage.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the big surprise, obviously for me, is is Tracy or not Tracy Fleury, is uh, Jennifer Jones who loses to Tracy Fleury at uh, the morning draw. A game she gets behind big again, which we saw yesterday. She was able to win the game yesterday against Robin Silvernagle, where she gets behind. This one, she is unable to come back after being down. I believe it was five one early in that game, uh, about halfway yeah. through, and she just can't pull it back. She tried, uh, you know, she stole six and seven to make a game of it but really just a r- tough week for Jennifer Jones overall and uh, what I said last night where you can't keep her down even though she loses that game against Tracy Flair you you see that right she's down uh, four to nothing after four ends and she gets mm-hmm. it back to four three and got to the point where I mean Tracy flair had to at the throw her last rock right so it, again I, I'm not going to be the one to to pile on Jennifer Jones she didn't have the ice this week she wasn't playing well and even with that she gave Tracy Fleury and Rachel Holman close games today even if this game the game tonight really felt like Rachel Holman every time they looked over was in control of that game Rachel Holman still had to throw her last shot
0: well yeah okay uh, you make the other team throw their last shot that's there's there's no moral victories here in curling sean and uh jennifer jones knows that more than anybody else i you know i might be starting to uh, starting to dig that that grave for the career of jennifer jones i'm not i'm not saying what's ready to be filled but uh she really did not look with it didn't didn't look interested uh, release was all over the place. She had a shot in that early game for, I think for three in the ninth end and really, really messed it up. Like, she, she was overcurling some, undercurling on others, just really, really didn't have it. So, with, uh, yeah, with, with the Nationals and, and Provincials and stuff coming up, uh, you know, I, I, I think this Tracy Fleury team could give her a run in Manitoba.
1: Sure, they definitely could, and it's possible that Jennifer Jones doesn't win Manitoba. That could happen, but that doesn't mean that she's done and it's over. It means that she lost Manitoba this year. Uh, you know, I, I she's going to be in the trials in twenty twenty one. She's going to make it there. They're too good. They, they play too much. They have the, the points that they're going to accumulate over the next couple of years. will get them there, and. Going into that event, it's, this probably is going to be her last cycle. And they probably won't be a favorite going into that 2021 trials. But that doesn't mean they can't win. And she was voted the, the greatest women's player of all time, or the greatest Canadian women's player of all time. And it, it's not a case where two bad events here. Uh, at the national level, with uh, these currently Canada events, are going to define. This isn't okay. This isn't like, like, like. Um, Find your words. The baseball player at the end. Which baseball player are you talking about? Who went to the Giants? Willie Mays. Yeah. This isn't Willie Mays at the end of his career. It's not that. Oh, he- Willie Mays went to the Mets. Okay, so this isn't this isn't Willie Mays with the Mets stumbling around the outfield. That's not that.
0: Uh yeah. Yeah. I think uh I think Caitlin showed a little bit of frustration today a couple times saying like what 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 was happening on that shot. Uh it's yeah, I think you're right. It's they'll be at the trials. But they could be it could be a situation where it's the trials like uh, if, if like Randy Furby's team was there in 2010 or 2009, I can't remember. But like, it, you know, the former glory. And, and to, to be fair to Jennifer Jones, what, what the heck does she need all this for? Right? She doesn't need to prove anything. She's the greatest. And, uh, but my feeling based on seeing tonight and last year and, uh, so far this year in the Grand Slams, like, they they don't have it right now.
1: No, they don't. You're right, but I, I'm I'm not gonna count Jennifer Jones out at all. Well, no, you're not because you picked her to win. <laughs> yeah, I did, and I'll continue yeah. to pick them to win. Uh, and you know what? If if that's the 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 hill that I die on in terms of our little picks contest, I'm fine with that. Okay, like I'm happy Good to now. lose. I'm happy to lose with Jennifer Jones. All right, so uh, so let's move on. We'll talk about the men's side of the field. Uh, not, again, much going on here. Not that interesting. The night draw of Brad Gushu trying to get in against uh, Kevin Cooey. If he had won, would have brought Cooey back to 4-2, forced a tiebreaker. But Kevin Cooey with a convincing win over Brad Gushu, game that really was never in doubt there. So, again, no tiebreakers. We have Kevin Cooey straight to the final gets there via tie break over Brandon Botcher because of their win over team Botcher. So tomorrow afternoon we'll have Brandon Botcher against John Epping in the semifinal elsewhere. Uh, Brad Gushu struggled this week, never quite had it. And you know, they, they gave it a run. They, they certainly tried their best, but uh, just didn't quite have it this week. And, uh, uh, There's not much more to say.
0: Yeah, Gushu, he seemed visibly and vocally, he was frustrated today. Yeah. Having problems with uh, reading the ice. His players were throwing maybe a bit too much weight when they were trying to throw hits, sometimes under-throwing it. Uh, They had real struggles with the ice. It seemed like they were a little frustrated with each other at times. Uh, And, you know, if you're in a big event and you're not playing as well as you think you should that uh, that can happen Mm -hmm. Uh, on the flip side we saw tonight kevin cooey's team getting a little frustrated uh even though they were winning by a lot it's it's one of those uh you know kevin cooey saying to colton flash like what the hell are you sweeping for Mm -hmm. i didn't call sweeping and uh uh, i i don't know if like benny needs to start a gofundme for uh f-bombs on on the broadcast i heard at least three today throughout the day, and I didn't have sound during the morning draw, so...
1: Yeah, they do find them, from all accounts, that they, they do get fines when they curse, and it's audible, so... I, I
0: guess do, they, do you think Curling Canada might pay those? I, I have no idea.
1: I don't know. Uh, I, I honestly don't know who, who pays it, but... Yeah, Ben should pay it, because <laughs> he's certainly... I mean, he's getting his money's worth if he's not paying Oh, for sure. And they're like very, uh, very audible. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird because he's not, it's not like he's never been on the mic before.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, uh, I think I might have told this story on the podcast, but uh, when John Morris was there in 2003 at the Briar, uh, Joe Franz is the third. Yeah. And Joe had never been uh, on like a big national TV before. And he said something about, oh, we got to get this shit out of here. And John sort of looked at him and said, Joe, you're on the mic, you can't swear. <laughs> and he was like, oh. So, uh, yeah, it. it you know, you're know, you right, though. Ben's been on mic
1: more than enough times. Yeah, so uh, a couple of things that I noted from today is, uh, I, I tweeted this out, Brad Goosh made a draw against Brad Jacobs in that game Ooh. this afternoon to the button facing four. Uh, Jacobs had one touching the side button, another one behind, sort of just, barely touching the button if it was there at all, had to cover the pin with a wide outturn draw, and he did. Yeah, he, he drew like wide around basically a corner guard. <laughs> yeah, to the button, and I, I tweeted from the Game of Stones account that if anybody ever asks you the difference between club curlers and the people on TV, just show them that clip. Club players, yeah. I would say 99 times out of 100, that's a steal in the club. And probably 90 times out of 100, it's a steal of two. And Mm -hmm. maybe, what, half the time, it's a steal of three or four. (laughs) Like, that was an incredible shot.
0: Yeah, and I I don't even think, like, the amount of curl that's been there on this ice this week is pretty crazy to be able to do that. uh, To to do that. So, uh, pretty amazing judgment of weight. You know, great line call. All the elements of a great shot. We're on that one. And, you know, it's not as exciting as some of the run backs, you know, double for three or something like that. But, uh, ooh, a a good draw. Pretty to watch.
1: Yeah, no question. And, you know, as we we just said, a a week where he didn't quite have it, that's a shot that certainly stood out to me. The other thing that stood out for me today, uh, again, in that game, Brad Jacobs is down four with two ends to play. He has the hammer. Um, after eight, they decide to shake down four. They were out of it by this point. Uh, Kevin Cooey had won, that mm-hmm. had eliminated them from playoff contention. They shook down four. And and Matt Dunstone did this tonight, shook down three. That bugs me that they did that because I mean, you have you have people in the arena who have paid to watch. You have people who are fans of yours who who like watching you play. Down four with the hammer in the five rock rule. The game's not over. I I don't like that shaking hands. And and I remember Brad Jacobs said to me after the last game of the Trials in 2017, he said, we always go out there. We want to give the fans a show, give the fans our best effort. Well, that's not true because Mm – That last game in the trials in 2017, he audibly... Everyone in the arena could hear. He was asking if they could shake hands after six ends or if they had to take the break between ends where they take the two minutes to keep everything synced for TV. And in that case, they didn't really care. Uh, Today, it felt the same way, shaking that way. Matt Dunstone doing the same thing, shaking down three. I don't like that for the fans, Right. It's, it's yeah. one, you know, I I'm struck by when Glenn Howard played Jeff Stoughton in the trials in, I think it was 20, um, 2013 last game, they were both out of it and they were only ever going to play eight ends, but they both tried. They put on a show. It, they, they gave the fans who were in the building something. Uh, Brad Jacobs doesn't seem to care. In the yeah. same way,
0: yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, no disagreement from from this side of the microphone, Sean. They, you know, it. They're out of it and they're frustrated and, yeah, they want to shake hands, go home. You know, like it felt to me after that steal of one, it was, it was Jacob's shot that he missed. He was trying to play something crazy. Yeah. Ended up giving up the steal of one and was like, well. Nothing's going our way today, so let's just get out of here. But I, I take your point. There there's fans there all week. Like the building has looked pretty full. Uh and for tonight's game, I you know, with all due respect to Matt Dunstone, I don't think anybody was watching that game. You know, that's in the arena tonight. So Yeah, yeah, you know, it's everybody has the right to shake. And while you might not like it, you know, it happens and it's their right to do it. So yeah, it, it doesn't it, bother it, me too, too much.
1: It is their right to do it, but there is a reason why after the Olympic win in 2014, it never felt like Brad Jacobs was the face of curling. And, no, no. you know, they came back the next year at the briar. They had the incident. They were hitting teams in the foot uh, with their brooms and then refusing to address it after the game. There's just, there's something there that is, is off in terms of the, the way in which they they act it's and i, I don't really know how to express this properly but they i i don't want to say it's disrespectful to the game but th- there's a vibe about them that they they almost treat this more like a professional sport than curling if that makes any sense like they they seem detached from the fans they seem detached from this is a, a sort of a community, that this is the Brad Jacobs show, and we should all be grateful for him bestowing his talents on us.
0: Oh, boy. Uh, I've never thought of it like that, but I think there is a bit of uh, – there's a reason that people like Jennifer Jones and you know Glenn Howard for a long time have been been sort of ambassadors of the game. Yes. And it's because they're like Ben Hebert, like we said, he's gregarious, outgoing. Uh, this kind of guy who looks like he's having fun while playing, even if he misses a shot, it seems like they, like he's having fun. And it doesn't seem like Team Jacobs is always having fun out there.
1: Right. And th- yeah, so there was just something about that this afternoon that, that bugged me. And uh, yeah, I don't think in a case where you can win the game, and the game matters to the rest of the teams who are competing. Right? If, if he can come back in that game, which is not likely, but it's also not impossible, he could have taken Brad Gushu out too. Right, The game still mattered in the larger competition. Right, I, I'm a little more forgiving of Matt Duns he's playing Glenn Howard. Neither team has a chance to make the playoffs. Brad Jacobs, though, that game ha- it could have had an impact on the playoff situation uh, and the way they treated it once the Cooey game went final. I wasn't crazy about. Yeah, that's totally fair, Sean. That's totally fair.
0: Uh, I can bet, though, that the teams in tomorrow's semifinal probably won't be rushing to shake hands early and get out of there. Uh, Anything you're looking for in Epping versus Botcher?
1: Yeah, I'm curious to know or to see John Epping in the playoffs here now. that's The thing about John Epping that we have seen in the past and uh, continue to see at at various events is he has an ability to make crazy shots, but he puts himself in position where he has to make crazy shots. And uh, I really want to see if he can play a game tomorrow against Brendan Botcher where he controls the style and doesn't get sucked into what Brendan Botcher wants to do, right? If he can control the, the way in which the game is going and and make it so that he has shots that he wants to play and, and he can control the flow of the game. I don't know if he can, but you, you don't want to be in a situation where you have to make a double quad run something
0: uh, yeah, to, score, I mean,
1: to score one in the third end. Yeah, and uh, like today is...
0: His game against Botcher tonight was kind of an example of that, right? Gives uh, of a steal of one in the first, steal of two in the third, steal of one in the fourth. You're down 4 nothing before you yeah. can even blink. And against Brendan Botcher, that team is too good to put yourself in that kind of a hole. So, you know, uh, hopefully they learn some lessons and can come back out and put on a bit of a show tomorrow.
1: Yeah, so, uh, so that should be a fun game there. I certainly would expect... Going into it, most people would put Brennan Botcher as the favorite. And then tomorrow night in the women's game, Chelsea Carey against Tracy Fleury. You gotta feel good about the way Tracy Fleury has played so far this week. And you know today Chelsea Carey, as we said, sort of pulled one out by the skin of her teeth. So going into that game, Tracy Fleury has played better.
0: Yeah, definitely she's played better, and uh, like you said, Chelsea Carey is, you know, six inches away from maybe not making this game. So mm-hmm. uh on her last draw, uh we'll see if if Team Flurry can keep up their aggressive style that they've been playing, uh getting tons of points, generating uh, multiple scores, and if they can keep doing that, then I think they're the favorites. That said, you know, Chelsea Carey is the one that's been there before. She's played yep. in uh single sheet finals and stuff like that in within the season of champions. So I I would give the slight edge to Chelsea Carey. But I think it's
1: going to be a good one for sure. Yes, and I think Scott, the real winners are us, as the fans. We probably get Cheryl Bernard back tomorrow.
0: <laughs> yes, actually, they said on the broadcast today that she would be back.
1: In the so that's, yeah, so that's good for us to get mm-hmm. Cheryl back. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where she might not always say a lot, but it's good that she's there. <laughs> yeah I'd agree I'd agree I think that's what we've learned though the past three days yeah I think they're better with her there no question so uh so two games tomorrow uh, four o'clock eastern time for the men's semi nine o'clock eastern time for the women's semifinal and we'll be back with you tomorrow night to wrap it all up. We're gonna have uh, a more detailed discussion about the specific games because we only have two to pay attention to so I'm looking forward to that Scott.
0: Yeah, Sean, I've I've actually uh, got a thing tomorrow
1: night, so I, I'm going out to throw axes. Have you ever done that before? No, I have not, as evidenced by the fact that I still have all of my limbs. Uh okay, okay. Well, I, I mean, I hope I don't
0: hurt myself, <laughs> but uh, I'll be out there doing that. I'll see if there's a TV. If not, I'll bring my bring my phone along and. I hope, there's not,
1: I hope there's not a TV at the axe-throwing place. Why not? Because people should be paying attention to throwing axes. Well, there's beer. Also a bad idea. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I'll give you a full report uh, when we're on tomorrow. All right. Well, enjoy yourself, Scotty, and everyone. Enjoy the games out there. And also, on the Curling Canada YouTube channel, if you want to watch any of that club championship, they're into the playoffs there. Uh, in the curling club the new curling club so you can follow all the action there through the youtube channel so uh lots of curling action going on out there on this beautiful weekend as the calendar inches towards december
0: yeah sunday
1: right
0: yeah. tomorrow no sunday
1: sunday, sunday. yeah so uh, so one more day of November with the semifinals there at the Canada Cup. We'll be with you tomorrow night to recap it all. So, same thing. Uh, about an hour after the TSN broadcast goes off the air, we'll be uh, should have the show uploaded. So do check it out and make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Follow along. We'll be also tweeting and doing stuff on Instagram tomorrow. So follow at Game of Stones Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Scott is at Scott Likes TV, and I'm at Doctor And as always, you can email the show at Game of Stones Podcast at gmail.com. So Scott, sleep fast, buddy.
0: And to you, Sean.
1: All right, we'll see everybody tomorrow night, but until then. keep your brooms on the ice and don't dump that intern.